0: How do you cope with anxiety, particularly now that we have this COVID virus and uh, social distancing shutting down our society, just almost shutting down life? Anxiety is just mounting for everyone. And my question today is, how do you cope? How do you deal with it? What tools do you have? What resources do you have? What's the best way to help take it all down a notch or two? Well, if that's something that you're dealing with, and I think we all are, then I want you to tune in. And let's talk a little bit about understanding coping skills and coming up with some good ones and maybe maybe even avoiding some bad ones. Hi, I'm Brett, your favorite shrink and licensed psychotherapist as well as the executive director for The Gathering of Good People. Here in The Gathering, we are creating a new podcast, which this is an episode of. We've created the podcast called Anxious. And in this podcast, guess what we're going to deal with? Yep. We're going to help you deal with your feelings of anxiety. And particularly, like I said in the beginning, today, I want to work on or talk about or understand Good coping skills. Hey, I had a funny experience the other day. I, um, I've been looking for ideas for what, what do people need to hear to understand how to deal with anxiety, right? Because that's the podcast. That's what we do. And so I've been posting on Facebook and different groups, support groups for anxiety, and particularly anxiety around the COVID 19 or the coronavirus and the other day um i just put up a post and i said really simple in the post you know what let's see what it says what would help you with your anxiety around covid19 and i was just looking for ideas what what do people need to cope well some of the answers i got were really interesting uh, they came in kind of three different categories. Some were really practical. Um, one person was commenting about needing universal health care insurances. Other people were talking about masks and gloves. And that was kind of the the practical category. Some of the other comments I got were the more numbing type answers. Some answers I got were, I need some shots, a casino, and some cannabis. Another person, Xanax. Uh, Somebody else wrote, I need people staying at home, which is one of the practical answers. And then they went into an edible, whiskey neat, and a beer. All right. (laughs) I need to smoke some bud and a cool one. CBD oil. Um, I need a lockdown. <laughs> All right. Um, these just make me laugh to to read through them. I need to know my kids are safe. That's a good one. An occasional clonopin helps, but cannabis mostly. All right. Cannabis. We got a lot of votes for cannabis, really. We did. Um... Yeah, and then there were some others that I thought were more on the the healthy side. And I'm, I can't even get to them right now as I'm scanning through these. Um one of them somebody writes uh, being able to receive counseling. And I assume their counseling wasn't wasn't online. Um some people wrote that the $1200 promised would be a good start. <laughs> Give me some good ones. And, and see, this is this is what was so interesting about this post. People were putting things like a glass of wine and chocolate. Oh, a dance. Um, more meds. Six-month coma. I, come on. A big fat joint. I, I'm waiting for the good ones. <laughs> there were good ones in here. I just am scanning through not seeing them. We got 300 posts on this, so 300 comments. So um, there definitely were some good ones. I'm just going to have to go from memory. Some of the the good responses I saw was meditation, exercise, um, family support. Some of the other uh, um, ideas were yoga. Breathing exercises. See if I can find any of the good ones. And again, meditation, relaxation, good. Good. Um, but what was interesting is that by far, most of the responses I got were all about, uh, here's one, baking and cooking always helps. Um, comfort foods. A lot of the responses I got when I'm asking people about what they do to cope or what they need to cope, um, they went to they went to kind of a numbing behaviors. See, when we're trying to cope with anxiety, what we're really trying to do, all of us, is we're trying to take our anxiety, this high collapsed energy. And do something with it. Try to to decrease the amplitude of it, the intensity of it, and also somehow shift the flow of it. Well, a lot of the a lot of the answers that we're seeing in this post um, had to more do not with really learning to regulate our emotions, but learning how to shut down our emotions. And and I think that's a sad but true commentary on, on where we are. We, we don't know how to regulate emotions. And instead, we looking, we're looking always for numbing behaviors, behaviors that will take our emotions and shut them down because we don't know what to do with them. We don't know how to handle them. And, and when I think of coping skills, when I think of how to cope with emotions, that's exactly what I'm thinking about. Is what we can do to take and take charge, take control of our emotions, and learn to shut them down ourselves, without some outside substance. And so I was thinking about that. I was thinking about you know what what works, what what is it? We all have our own little techniques. Some of them good, as we can see, and some of them bad, as we can see. But I was trying to think overall what. What is it that we do that really helps us regulate our emotions in a good way, a positive way? And and I was out on a walk. Um, I love to take my dog out into the forest, out behind my house. And we just we can just walk for hours out through the forest because it just goes on for hundreds and hundreds of miles. And it's, I was just kind of walking through, actually, the mud and snow because that's where we are in springtime. I was thinking about what what is it that makes it a good coping skill for us? And the idea came to me that it seems like the good coping skills that we need connect us. And the bad coping skills, the skills that don't work so well, disconnect us. So let let me run that through for a second and see if I can get an amen out of you or get some confirmation When we think of behaviors like the weed, the alcohol, the Xanax, the medications of all different kinds, even food, overeating, comfort foods, any of our addictive behaviors, what they do is they disconnect us from our emotions. And that's kind of why they work, right? If I used a substance and it actually made me feel my feelings more intensely. I probably wouldn't use that substance, you know, it's like, what? If it made me cry more or more afraid or more anxious or more upset, whatever that was, I was doing, I don't want to do it again. Because it, it didn't shut down. It opened up my feelings. And so I want to disconnect, and that's the way I think most of us look at how to deal with emotions is what's going to help me turn them off and and even thinking about it right now, some of the practical answers like universal health care, you know some people put winning the lottery, having a million dollars I'm thinking well actually that wouldn't shut down your feelings because there's a lot of people that do have health care and a lot of people that do have money but they still worry about this stuff. But I'm sure where these people were coming from where they don't have money and don't have resources it seemed like a good answer. It seemed like a an answer that would shut down their anxieties, their fears. And that's what we're always seeking is a way to turn off. Facebook, TV, Binging Netflix, they're all ways that we can turn off, get our mind to shut down, go on a break for a while because we're feeling flooded. And I'm not judging, you know, no, no judgment here because I I can definitely understand. um, Sometimes I have a drink. There's actually occasions when I use CBD oil to help get my mind to shut off and go to sleep at night. So I've used those kind of things before. Um, I've never tried any kind of anti-anxiety medications, just because mm, my family history, probably not a good idea. But I get it. I get why we want to do that. We want to shut off our feelings. We want to shut off everything. But why doesn't it work? Well, it doesn't work because it doesn't change anything. The next day, next morning, whatever it may be, there I am again with my feelings and my emotions. And really, the emotions didn't go away. They don't go away. They don't magically disappear just because I numb myself. With with physical pain, it's interesting because it that can be true. I can take, I can break my arm or, or have some kind of abdominal pain from some kind of injury or whatever and take a painkiller and the next day I do feel better take an aspirin my headache next day feels better, goes away but emotional pain doesn't work that way emotional pain doesn't seem to just, I'm going to avoid it for a day and then the next day it'll be less or gone no, the next day it's still there next day it's still the same So, what does help? What does work? Well, as I was talking about, you know, there I am out in the woods hiking through the mud in the snow. And I I thought to myself, you know, it seems like my good behaviors connect me. And here's what I mean when I'm exercising, I'm often up in my head and I'm thinking, 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 thinking. But when I get out and exercise, walking, biking, lifting weights, whatever it is, maybe it's the pain of the activity. Maybe maybe it's the physical exertion itself, but it demands and requires me to get into my body where that's not where I'm at. I'm I'm usually up in my head. I'm usually kind of lost in thought or lost in feelings. And when I do physical exercise, activities it, it connects me connects me physically with myself and it feels better and then I started thinking about well what about what about my my overthinking my negative thinking how does connecting with overthinking and negative thinking help me and so I, I started just kind of talking out loud to myself Alright, I'm feeling anxious and hmm, I'm feeling anxious about um, you know, this, that, or the other. I don't even know what. And and just saying it out loud connected me to the actual thoughts. And I thought, well, how's that working? And again, I just kind of noticed it myself. I noticed that most of the time my thoughts just spin. Most of the time my feelings just flood. They're just there. And I kind of have an awareness of them, but I'm not really connected to those thoughts or feelings. But by saying them out loud, saying them out loud to myself, saying them out loud to others, going to therapy, talking to a therapist about them, writing in a journal, by taking my thoughts and feelings and articulating them, writing them down, expressing them, it it forces me to really connect with them instead of just having them spin. And I think there's a bit, of, a bit of mindfulness involved in it too because as I journal about my thoughts and feelings, it really forces me to be in the moment with my thoughts and feelings. Okay, what am I feeling right now? All right, I got this heaviness in my stomach. All right, what's it feel like? Shame. Oh, okay, what's the shame about? And as I just process through, walking it through, I begin to connect with it. I felt it there before, like I said, but I guess, I guess I really wasn't fully connected to my feelings, or even fully connected to my thoughts. But by processing them, and particularly processing them with another person, like is what we do in therapy, it helps. It helps because it helps me connect to those feelings, and connecting is coping. That's the line I want us to remember out of this podcast. Connecting is coping. Any positive, healthy, useful coping skill connects us to our body, such as exercise, doing yoga, stretches, balance training, even meditation, mindfulness connects me to my body. Like I said, talking about feelings, sharing feelings, connects me. What about prayer? What about kind of a more spiritual meditation? What about spending time with family? Well, again, all of those I think of as healthy or useful. Because why? Because they connect me. Prayer connects me to God. Meditation connects me to to source, to energy, to to God again. Connecting with family, spending time with people I love. It always feels good. I think even in one of the comments somebody wrote, getting out in their garden, getting out in nature. Again, why does that work? Because we're connecting. I really and becoming more and more convinced, especially with the social distancing that we're doing, that connection or or lack of connection is really at the root of our mental health crisis. Depression, anxiety, fear, all of it, all of it, addictions comes down to lack of connection. And as we find answers, as we get the resources and the help that we need, it always comes in the form of creating connections. I don't think we can have health without being connected. And so I'm going to give you a homework assignment. I'm going to give you a task to work on as you're coping with whatever's going on. Is I want you to really focus on connecting Not fixing, not changing, not stopping, not trying to get rid of, but just connecting. And that may mean even connecting with your anxiety and your fear. Instead of trying to shut it down and run away from it, which is my first impulse for sure, spend time with it. Sometimes I like to get in my journal and write a letter to my anxiety. Okay, anxiety. What's up? What are you doing? What is going on? You are spinning, out of control. Talk to me. And by sitting down and connecting with my anxiety, it calms my anxiety. Many times, again, on social media, it seems like there's two extremes. Either people on social media are just being super ultra positive, and they're not really sharing or sharing their real self, their true self. Or people on social media are just really negative. They're really in in the most extreme situations, feeling like hopeless, helpless, depressed, overwhelmed. And it's particularly with those second cases. I feel a little bit of inward pressure, like, "Oh my gosh, I want to help these people." "Oh my gosh, I want to fix it for them." "Oh my gosh, I want to do something for these people." And I forget, I forget how important just connecting is with these people, just being there in their pain and saying, wow, that's hard, I'm so sorry. I'm there, I can hear you. I don't know what you're feeling exactly because my situation isn't like yours, but I definitely want to hear it and understand it. Tell me more. Tell me more. And by connecting with people, they always feel better. People walk away feeling, not like the problems disappeared, which is what we all kind of want to numb and and medicate and do whatever fantasy thinking we can to just make all of our problems go away. But by being there with people, And really holding them in their pain and connecting to them in their pain. That we find answers. And in the podcast, The Positive Side of COVID, I really think this is going to be the answer. I really think this is what we're going to hopefully walk away with, with COVID-19, is our need for connection. So here's what I want from you. I want you to connect Yourself, to your feelings, to your thoughts, to your body, to other people, to God, to the earth, wherever you want to create connection or wherever you're available to create connection, I want you to focus on connecting. Don't try to run away. Don't try to escape. Don't try to fix. Just connect. Connect with yourself. Connect with others. And see what happens. See how that feels in terms of dealing with your anxiety. And again, share. Share your experiences, your feelings. Share them here in this podcast, in the comment section. But even better, on our website, thegatheringofgoodpeople.com, we have a community. And in the community, it's a forum, basically. It's a place that you can come and share, share your thoughts, your feelings, your experience. Come on to the forum and share. Share where you are, share who you are, connect with us. Just today in our anxiety support group, somebody was commenting about how, you know, what do I do if I have no friends or family to connect to? Hey, come connect, come connect with us because we want to be there for you. All right, so let me add one more thing before I go. I want you to connect to you, to yourself, to the earth, to whatever, to others, to help yourself with anxiety. But then I also want you to connect to other people's anxiety. Be that source of support for other people as well because I think even in connecting with others, you will feel better. Thank you so much for listening again. I'm Brett, your favorite shrink, and I hope to talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Anxious. Take care.